Dan, do you have a fact ready to go? Yeah. Did, did you want to go ahead and lay down the ad first? Oh, should you? Did you send it to me? I, I, I thought you were writing this one. What? No, I, you said you had this week. No, I said I have next week. Yeah, you said I have next week, last week. You know, who, who can remember who said me? What, you know, I can. With everything going on in the news, it's like, who can keep up? Ugh, well, we, we got to come up with something. <laughs> you know, it, fine, fine. Maybe we just say something like Druffs. It's good stuff there at Druffs. And that's it. Short to the point. Conveys everything that Druffs has to offer. Maybe throw one of your little ditties behind it. You know, do your thing. Oh, so I, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to write a song. Yeah, that's what you, your, the ad you wrote says. Andy writes a song. <laughs> a little ditty. It doesn't have to be a full song. Your little saying doesn't convey anything. Doesn't mention their gourmet grilled cheeses, the delicious hot soups, the spectacular all day breakfast options. Doesn't mention the ice cold beer, Dan. I think that's all implied. <laughs> Doesn't even mention the cornbread crumble. It's your favorite. Yeah, my favorite. Wink, wink. Why did you just say wink, wink out loud? Because I can't wink, Andy. <laughs> like Rihanna? Yes, Andy. Like Rihanna. Okay, but why did you say wink, wink? I mean, you don't actually think I eat all this stuff, do you? Wait, what? Hold, hold on. Wait, hold on. Are you eating at all these restaurants? Yes. We've eaten some of them together. Well, yeah, like I a mean, bunch that's of times. That's to save face, you know, for the public. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have it on good authority that this cornbread thing is great. Good authority? Who Whose authority? Oh, yeah. I got a whole team of people. They try this stuff, report back, and I pick the best bits for the show. I can't believe you're eating all this stuff. It's the premise of the show, Dan. We eat the food, then we talk about it. It's the whole the whole thing. Why don't you just eat the food? Andy, come on. Have you met my chef? <laughs> if there's something I hear is good from my people, I have Scott cook it up. Hey, he makes a mean prairie pie. Hey, they have that at Druff's, right? I, I don't know how to process all this. So you're saying that you never had the Father Schlink sandwich with Gouda, mac and cheese, and sweet barbecued pulled pork on sourdough? No, but that sounds awesome. Remind me to text <laughs> that to Scott. Did, did you say mac and cheese? Oh, yeah. While you're at it, why don't you ask him to make you a Mitch Martin with house pimento cheese, turkey, and avocado on wheat? Mm. Or the extan and cheese with provolone, ham, and honey on French toasted wheat? You know, I should just have him listen to the show. Then I could try all this stuff. <laughs> Your chef doesn't listen. I don't think we could do this show anymore, Dan. Andy, Bubby, the Drefts <laughs> money's already spent. We got to keep going until we're out from under Vance's thumb. <laughs> now, let's finish up this ad and get to it. Besides, I've got some great stuff from my team this week. Bubby. <sighs> For 10% off your order, go to yumdruffs.com and enter promo code SPRING at checkout. Or if you're dining in, mention you heard about Drefts on Spring Food Mo for the same great deal. That's right. Thank you to Druffs for supporting the show, and thank you to our listeners for supporting Druffs. Druffs, it's good stuff here at Druffs. <sighs> Spring Food Mo! An American werewolf in London was originally conceived as an American werewolf in Springfield. Until Griffin Dunn decided he wanted a trip to England, 
Thanks a lot, Griff. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of uh, the Newman's <laughs> Tower. Oh, yeah. I almost said American's Tower. Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Andy Carr. <laughs> My name is Dan Howell, and we will not rest until we have eaten at every single restaurant here in Springfield, Missouri. How you doing, Andy? Ooh, it's not getting tired at all. <laughs> I'm feeling so good, Dan. It's been a good weekend. Yeah. 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 Wow, I had a pretty good weekend, too. <laughs> yeah. A couple just, good weekends. Here. Uh-huh. How about, how about you? It's been something. <laughs> it's been a weekend. No, I'm just kidding. It's been a good weekend. The lovely voice you're hearing belongs to Vivian Wheeler, our guest today. Hello, all. Hello. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because I have credited Vivian uh, in some of the bio segments before, at least one. I did not know that. Uh-huh. Okay. Vivian, you used to write for 417 Magazine. Yes. And now you're just a freelancer. Yes. I, Not just a freelancer. But. I mean, I've been demoted. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I worked there for four years, and then currently I'm in grad school, so I'm taking a little bit of a break, but they throw me a bone every once in a while. <laughs> sure. So. <laughs> I specifically mentioned you on our Vito's pizza oh, episode Vito's. yeah because the article that she wrote had a very like succinct description of how they make the dough or how he makes the dough oh how he proofs it yeah it yes. had to do and with how it's a warm water dough doesn't uh-huh. he if it's I a whole process correctly okay well i don't really remember okay. because <laughs> i certainly don't <laughs> the moment i'm done editing the episode every single detail from that episode you leaves like my brain out. oh yeah i'm just moved on to the next one. Oh yeah Pretty much. I was I'm, just telling. I'm checked out while it's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling Dan, like I went to Shanghai Inn this weekend and I listened to our Shanghai Inn episode in advance of going. And it's the first time that I'd ever just gone back and listened to an old one. And I was laughing because I didn't remember anything we did. I was like, hey, oh, these yeah. guys are pretty funny, <laughs> which is very weird. It's a weird feeling to have. <laughs> An egomaniac. Yourself, yeah, that, well, that's that's better than the alternative. Be like, wow, we suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're really boring. Ooh, these have not <laughs> aged well. Very racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to say, I don't think there's anything like that. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing on the show that makes us cancelable. <laughs> you know? Besides just the entire premise <laughs> of the show itself. Five years from now, who knows what a cancelable, cancelable offense will be. That's right. <laughs> Having had a podcast. <laughs> Honestly, it really should be <laughs> in this day and age. Sounds like some a certain mayor of Springfield. Uh, would if do. you started a podcast after 2015, you're canceled. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, we're happy you're here, Vivian. Well, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Should have had you on sooner. You've actually been on the list for a while. I just really? hadn't reached out. I had no idea. Well, I have a lot of opinions about food and I love to gossip. So, I mean, that's what this is, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm the food kidding. gossip uh-huh. talk. <laughs> no, I'm super happy to be here. Awesome. Well, you chose our restaurant for this week. You want to tell us what that restaurant was? Yes, Taj Mahal. Okay, now we're going to learn just a little bit about it. The actual Taj Mahal is an architectural marvel in a north-central region of India, a 24-story crypt on a 42-acre plot of land built in the mid-1600s by a polygamous emperor to house the remains of his favorite wife. Imagine being one of the other wives in that scenario and only getting like a 12-story crypt. Well, I guess you'd be dead before you found out, so maybe all the other wives thought they'd be getting massive sprawling mausoleums all to themselves as well. The Taj Mahal took about 10 years to build and the cost of construction, adjusted for inflation and converted to American currency, was almost a billion dollars. Of course, there's more than just the crypt on the grounds. There's a mosque, some gardens, servants' quarters, and a guest house. 
About 8 million people a year visit the Taj Mahal, 53 times as many people as live in a small Midwestern city with a restaurant that shares the renowned landmark's name. The address 1250 East Republic Road marks the southwest corner storefront of Twin Oaks Marketplace, a strip mall constructed in 1998. The first business in the space was a sub-sandwich shop called Sharp's Way, which didn't last long. In its place appeared a franchise of America's most respected and socially ethical pizza chain, Papa John's. Papa John's, which at this point is really more like estranged ex-stepdad John's, remained there on West Republic until 2008, at which point it was unceremoniously closed and eventually replaced by a Southside location of one of downtown's most reliably empty restaurants, Riyadh. Yes, there was a Riyadh South. Has anyone ever eaten at Riyadh? I'm not asking our listeners directly here. I'm asking, in general, has anyone, any person at all, ever eaten at Riyadh. I've walked by that place hundreds of times and I have literally never seen anyone inside with food. Riyadh South only lasted a few years and I can only assume that not a single person noticed when it closed. Come November 2012 though, a new business popped up in that strip mall corner that demanded Southside Springfield's attention. Taj Mahal Indian Restaurant. A man named Tarvinder Giren immigrated from India to the U.S. in the late 1980s when he was a teenager. He spent several years in the Bay Area, that's central coastal California, before moving to Springfield. Tarvinder quickly realized that the city had only one Indian restaurant serving a population of over 150,000 people and saw that as an opportunity to share the culinary delights of his homeland with the audacious denizens of his new home. I'm sure those were the exact words Tarvinder himself would use. Curating an authentic Indian dining experience is important to Tarvinder and his crew. They have a traditional clay tandoori oven on site to give dishes that distinct smoky tandoori flavor. All dishes at Taj Mahal are made from scratch and every item on their signature lunch buffet is prepared fresh daily, which, um, I hope that's not something special. Every buffet should be like that. In interviews, Tarvinder Giren is quick to mention that the food at Taj Mahal is full of exotic and flavorful spices, but that doesn't mean it's extraordinarily spicy. Timid Springfield diners need not be frightened of the tastes they might experience at Taj Mahal, which as of earlier this year, is Springfield's oldest Indian restaurant. I wonder if it's also the only restaurant in town named after a crib. <laughs> Welcome, kiddies. This is the keeper, for I have a tasty treat. Inviting you all to a feast. Only the best of fiends can come. We'll have skeletons. Did you know this existed, Dan? No, is this from Demon Knight or something? <laughs> this is from this is from Tales of the Crypt CD. <laughs> right. I never watched Tales from the Crypt. I love Tales from the Crypt. But when I heard that song, oh, I definitely should have been watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Skeleton Man that makes puns. It's basically me. <laughs> so, Vivian, you you had the same instinct as I do, which is um, 
to just say say things that come to your mind while the bio is playing, yes. which we do all the time. Okay. And okay. you had so many interesting things to say. <laughs> I was like, we need to pause. <laughs> <laughs> just talk about this. Well, one thing you mentioned is that uh, you've been to the real Taj Mahal. Yep. I have, yes. Uh, when I was in college, I studied abroad in Thailand for a semester. And at the end of that semester, a friend and I backpacked through India for three weeks. Wow. And partially due to my intense love of Indian food. On that trip, we stopped and, of course, saw the Taj Mahal, and it was amazing and absolutely lives up to every cliche and Instagram photo. So, Is that one of the wonders? I don't know. I think it is. (laughs) I'm like 80% sure. It is insofar as much as I wonder if it is. (laughs) (laughs) Taj Mahal means the best of buildings. Hmm. It's the meaning... Of those words. Certainly a good one. I'm, I don't know if it's any better than, than the, the Hammond Tower. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> what would you say, Vivian? Close. Hammond Tower, I Taj mean, Mahal. it's definitely too close to call, which is better for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and you said you'd also been to Riyadh? Okay, I the more am impressive weirdly <laughs> obsessed with Riyadh. Okay. I think it is super, super underrated food. I'm obsessed with their Greek salad, especially the dressing, which is this like lemony garlic dressing, which no joke. Every time I go, I ask for an extra dressing and then I just save it and I make my own salad the next day and use their dressing because it's that good. good. It's so good. And also, I mean, their gyro is delicious. We are going to book you six months from now. You should do it because I I mean, honestly, I feel like it's better than Greek belly. I'm not going to lie. And it's cheaper. But it's not as like, it definitely has a weird vibe to it. So mm-hmm. like I never eat there. I always get it to go. Sure. Because it's like always empty. Yeah. yeah, that's why I get stuff to go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The vibes. <laughs> yeah. It's like always empty. And it used to be a college bar. So it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like a Greek restaurant yeah, sure. at all. I've never eaten there, but our, our mutual friend Jake and I went there for very cheap beers before because they had like $2 beers or something. Yeah. So we would just sit at the bar before a show or whatever, but that's the only time I've ever been there. Never ordered food. Didn't oh, see them bring Baba out Ganoush food. their Baba Ganoush too is killer. Ooh, their Baba, Baba Ganoush, Ganoush is out of control. Good. I've tried to get the recipe through the magazine and it didn't quite work, but I got close. So it's, <laughs> I mean, it is, it is a worth a trip and it is pretty cheap too. Yeah. Yeah. So this is our review of Taj Mahal. (laughs) (laughs) And the owner's super nice, too. He's there a lot. I know we're talking about Taj Mahal, but I also love Riyadh. I feel (laughs) bad for making fun of it now. You should. Because it's actually, I mean, no, don't. Because it it has a weird vibe to it, for sure. But the food's really good. Yeah, I'm glad to hear it's good. I was mostly observing that it's just been there forever, and I'd never seen anyone there. It used to be where Wine Dive is, I believe. Oh, Oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it was on Republic... And then it came back downtown. So like it's it's been around forever. Yeah, we'll no, cover let's go it. ahead and rate it. We'll co- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I say five. Ta- <laughs> so, sounds good. Taste untasted. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Taj Mahal. Yes. So it's in a strip mall. Yes. You walk in, it's very clean, it's dimly lit. The lighting is warm though. It's like warm dim lights, yes. at least at night. Dan and I went for uh, the buffet today. Yes. Yes. Okay. This morning, have you been? Have you been else? I mean, have you been otherwise? Yeah. Or? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. This was my first time okay. actually sitting in there and eating. I, I've had uh, like a takeout order okay. or two from Taj Mahal. 
I had been at least once or twice before because I used to spend some time with someone that lived over there and we'd pick, either pick up takeout and then we went there a couple times and one time we got sketchy chicken and then didn't go back. Mm. Not uh, that it was okay. undercooked. Mm-hmm. That's that's too heavy an accusation. It was probably overcooked. It's like too sure. chewy. But oh. I, I'm just going to say right now that the chicken that we tried today was like perfectly cooked. Yeah, you even texted me about it that, that you were not a fan of yeah. Taj Mahal's chicken. I think some of the other things you tried were non-chicken based because of that. Uh-huh. But you've turned around <laughs> We'll get to it. Yeah. So you walk in there. It's kind of one of those has one of those narrow, deep setups, mm-hmm. and I meaning it goes back pretty yeah. far, sure. but mm-hmm. it's not too ranch style. Why? Yeah, ranch style. <laughs> Check. The colors are like earthy reds, yellows, and browns. The decor is pretty tasteful. There's lots of Indian art and imagery, but it's all very like tastefully arranged. There's nothing garish. Yeah. Sure. I, I like it in there. It's a pretty nice vibe, especially for a strip mall. Yeah, I mean, I like the vibe. I have to say, it's one of those places where the food is incredible, but I don't think the service is great. Yeah. I don't know how your experience was, but uh, ninety minutes, one person eating alone. It was. Uh, it oh, took a long see, time. I haven't oh, really? had that experience. I some more have, like the guy who I think it's the guy who owns it. Uh-huh. He's like the head host there, right? Or is that? Do you know? Uh, I wouldn't know him on site. Okay. Well, th- I think it's the owner or it's at least like the manager who's like always there. He's just kind of rude oh, okay. <laughs> like, and not very friendly, but the food is so good. I don't even care. Yeah. Um, it can be a cultural difference, you know? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think that's it. I think he's just kind of a jerk, but, and like one time I was there eating and I love how I'm like, no, I'm trashing the place. I actually really, this is probably <laughs> one of my absolute favorite restaurants in Springfield. Wow. I could eat there all the time. Like, yeah, um, you chose it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I love it. But like one time I was eating there and it was like maybe like eight 45 and we were halfway through our meal and they like turned the lights on and started sweeping. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. Well, they always like wait a while to take your order. And they're like, are you ready to uh-huh. order? And I'm like, I want to have my drink while I look at the menu. And that's just like a weird, obnoxious pet peeve of mine that's like very like, ooh. <laughs> I would say that's not that obnoxious. Okay. I think it's pretty reasonable. I think, but every time I'm there, they're like, they wait like 10 minutes and then they're like, all right, you ready to order? And I'm yeah. like, oh, I wish you'd just like gotten me a beer before <laughs> so I could sit here and like drink my beer and look at the menu. Uh-huh. But Well, we had buffets today, so not a whole lot of service required there. But I will say... <laughs> I had upwards of 75 glasses of water. After just a few drinks uh-huh. every single time. Well, they were <laughs> fully staffed today. Yes. So I wonder yeah. if they just have fewer people during the dinner hours for fewer people working. Yeah, it looks like maybe. they get pretty busy for yeah. that. Oh, uh, it was buffet. pretty uh, heavily trapped. And this was like right at like, this was at 11. Yeah, we got so there when they early. opened. Well, I was late. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't go in right when they opened. But yeah, uh, let's talk about the beer. One of the things that I like about going to Indian restaurants is you can get Indian beer and Kingfisher is kind of like, I don't want to say the national beer of India, but something like that. And you get like a big bottle and you can either share it or have your own. Just It's just kind of fun and it takes me back to my trip. Like people drink that everywhere in India. It's not one of those things where it's like fosters right and like sure, nobody uh-huh. yeah. in australia actually drinks it it's like everywhere yeah i'm um, like the blooming onion which they're just <laughs> <chocolate> <laughs> down there. they literally have blooming onions growing from trees <laughs> in australia <laughs> yeah so and so that's fun and yeah and that's why i'm like i want my kingfisher before i order my yeah. meal but we tried um, to go get kingfisher before we recorded today we were instead drinking springfield Bruco mayhem marzen Keeping which it local. is a, you know, October fest ish 
beer. Anyway, so I went to the counter at Brown Derby Wine Center mm-hmm. saying, hey, do you guys have the Kingfisher? And said, well, uh, she looked it up and said, oh, we could order it for you. It'd be here in two weeks. Oh, man. So like, they have... So Taj Mahal must make like special effort to get that beer. Sure. I don't they know must. that I've had it anywhere else. Like it's not regularly distributed around here. Yeah, it's like a nice light lager. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything super special about it, but I, I think it's really enjoyable and it's I always look forward to getting one when I go. So. Yeah, you cool mentioned name. it's nice coming out of the big bottle yeah, too. It's, like, it's a nice shareable size. Yeah. I tried another of the beers there. I'm gonna go ahead and declare now that um there's we have Dan's Dedic, which says if there's sure. something with the restaurant's name in the title yeah. of the dish, Dan has to eat it. <laughs> this is gonna be Andy's Edict. <laughs> yeah. Andy's Edict. How about Andy's Dedict? Which is if there's a beer with the restaurant's name, I have to drink it. Sure, that sounds right. That is why I tried the beer called Taj Mahal. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Which also came in a six hundred and fifty milliliter bottle. It's almost twenty two ounces of beer, just shy. It's really crisp, refreshing, has a like really nice carbonation bite to it. It's a little bit sweet. Yeah, I'm I've not, had that one too. Yeah. I'm not a big lager fan generally, but this was a good lager. I was really happy to be drinking it. I'm it wasn't a big too lager heavy. fan. You are? Yeah, I drank IPAs for years. I just like over IPA'd myself and I like swung the other way recently. I drink so many Pilsners now. Oh man. I like went I was like, oh, too much. Yeah. I have to go like all the way <laughs> on the other side of the spectrum. I think part of that for me. Um, I've just reduced the number altogether. And I think part <laughs> of that is... Uh, You're old. I'm getting no, older I'm in the kidding. stomach. No, yeah. I was going to say, like, I'm getting older and my stomach capacity is less and less. So like, rather than order a huge heavy beer with a meal, like a Pilsner is uh, much preferable if I'm going to do it at all. Yeah. So, so Vivian, did you get any apps, anything like that to s- that would typically start off a meal? Okay, the veggie samosas there are i'm not kidding you so i think about these things a lot which is weird but i think about like (laughs) what are my five favorite things to eat in springfield and i would have to say the veggie samosas are on that list for sure i mean the veggie samosas are just a work of pure perfection and this is the thing i love about indian cuisine too is like one of the few cuisines where i can eat vegetarian food and i like meat i enjoy meat i love a steak i love a burger but I could easily be vegetarian if all I could eat was Indian food because everything is so delicious. It's and still indulgent, too. It is, like, you feel yeah. like you're actually taking something yeah. in. And a lot of times I prefer the vegetarian option to the meat option. Like, I prefer the veggie samosas to their, I think there may be chicken samosas, um, but they're just like perfectly crisp and warm. And then you bite into the center and it's just this like luscious potato veggie filling. Mm filling that's like so perfectly spiced and it comes with these like two sauces like the mint chutney the green mm-hmm. and then the the like tamarind, tamarind yeah. sauce and like together you put a little of both on a bite it, they're so good they're amazing <laughs> everyone should go eat them right now if you have not eaten them <laughs> vivian you are good at this because we literally just <laughs> ate there and i am so full and now i want to eat them <laughs> i'm not kidding you sometimes i go there just for the veggie samosas and i've eaten a lot of veggie samosas in my days and those are the best veggie samosas i've ever <laughs> had wow awesome yeah well dan and i both try different types of pakoras why don't you start with what you got dan Andy, I had what I always get from any Indian restaurant. I ordered the mixed pakoras if they're available. Uh, specifically, I really like uh, what's called an onion bajia, just a nice craggly fried bit of onion. Sometimes I'll order that if I know that the restaurant's mixed pakoras uh, comes with maybe ones that I don't like, like 
Zyka there's comes with like one big potato one and some spinach ones. And I really just prefer those onion babies. (laughs) Onion babies. I like that. So you are what you eat. A craggly fried (laughs) onion. Yeah. An onion baby. Taj Mahal. Uh, Basically, all of their mixed pakoras have kind of the onion bajia quality where they are nice and craggly. A vegetable pakora, for a little reference, is pieces of onion, broccoli, cauliflower, potatoes, sometimes maybe spinach, eggplant, even paneer, coated in a graham flour batter, which is a chickpea batter. (laughs) And then deep fried. As I said, they are craggy or craggly. They are jagged. Um, They will poke the little top of your mouth and (laughs) make it all sore like Captain Crunch. But they have this like al dente veggie center, Mm -hmm. especially ones with like the cauliflower or broccoli. You really get the full vegetable in there. It's not like sometimes whenever you deep fry things, it reduces whatever is inside to kind of a mush. Mm -hmm. And that's just not the case with these. These are so, so good. And I feel like... I feel like American food gets talked up a lot as like deep fried garbage uh-huh. and not, not that these are garbage. No, They're no. certainly They're not, not, but I think there's a lot of cultural deep fried erasure out there <laughs> because <laughs> so many cultures deep yeah. fry things and batter them. And these pakoras are, just that they feel like an American thing because they're literally just like clumps of vegetables battered yeah. and deep fried. It doesn't get more seemingly American than that. The ones that I got were especially American. I got the aloo pakora, which Ooh. are widthwise potato slices, very lightly breaded. My notes in all caps say hot potato Ooh. <laughs> because you take a bite and I I'm sorry, but I had to spit it out because it was so hot. <laughs> it was so hot. It was fresh out the fryer. On its own, I found them to be pretty tasty. They're slightly under seasoned, but when you dip them in those sauces, yeah. either mm-hmm. the green or the red sauces, oof, it was great. And the hot potato mixed with that cold green sauce was really the fantastic. The sauces are everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they come in pretty big orders, too, compared to some of the other places in town. Yeah. So Indian bread, the naan. What kind of naan did you try? I always go for the garlic naan. Mm. That's my jam. It's good. I mean, naan's amazing, but when you add some garlic, it just takes it to the ne- to that next level. Garlic is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's a miracle. Garlic's <laughs> maybe the best vegetable. <laughs> naan is one of the best types of bread. It's 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 a, a match made in heaven. Yeah, what'd you try? I tried the paneer naan. Oh, nice. Which you know, I, I'm a big fan of paneer. Uh-huh. I had some today at the buffet. Uh, I had it as a part of my regular order as well earlier this week. I couldn't really detect the okay. paneer in I'm this not naan. Crazy. Okay, I tried it too. It was the one in the, the menu that sounded the most appealing sure. to me. And I, you know, that's what I ordered. It was fine. I got to say, mine was pretty dry. It was a little stale. Mm. Mine was, it was not stale. It was. Mine was not stale. It was very soft. Had a nice browning from the clay oven. Um, but yeah, I think that paneer paneer doesn't have a whole lot of flavor right. anyway. Yeah. And I think whenever it melts from the heat of the naan, it probably just kind of spreads out apart inside yeah. there, and then you just can't really uh-huh. tell what it is. I, I would have preferred probably the garlic naan next it, time. I would have loved garlic and paneer. Maybe that would kind of brought it yes. all, brought it to life. Uh, mine just wasn't very cheesy. There were small bits of paneer visible inside, and whenever you you know sure. you can sort of open it yeah. up and look mm-hmm. in the middle. 
You could see it, but I could, I could just barely taste yeah. it. It, it, it could have been mistaken for plain naan. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't know why you would get this over yeah. just a plain naan or certainly a garlic naan. And I was really happy whenever we went to the buffet today and I tried the naan. It was like fresh yes. and hot, and that was yeah, because really they keep good. that coming like all yeah. uh-huh. the buffet long. <laughs> we should go back later. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will have to say, so I think Taj Mahal overall, the food is better. And I and you get more for your money at Taj Mahal than Zeka. But I think Zeka has a better buffet. Oh. And we were just and it's discussing slightly this. cheaper. So what, really? it, what was it? It was like 13 today? Or how much was it? Oh, Do you remember? Oh, it was $9.99 each. Oh, yeah, okay. So never cheap. mind. I lied. I feel like it used to be like $12. Maybe it wasn't. But I also have a little insider scoop on this. Uh, oh, no. Taj Mahal. <laughs> Play the exclusive game. <laughs> so from my understanding... I believe the people who own Zyka split off from the people who own Taj Mahal. So they used to either own it together or the people who own Zyka. Zika, Zika, is it Zika or Zika? I can never remember. I've always said Zika. Okay, let's go with Zika. So, so the owner of Zika told me that like they (laughs) something like okay. I hope this isn't like libelous <laughs> or whatever, but something along the lines of that, like all of Taj Mahal's recipes were theirs. And then there's like a falling out among these two families. And then Zeka split off from Taj Mahal. This is scandalous. Yes. I think that's all supposed to be off the record, but you know, I don't well, think they're going to listen to I know I'm hitting my list. I don't mean that. That sounds horrible. To quote the great journalist scholar, J. Jonah Jameson, um, <laughs> That's not libel. Libel's <laughs> in print. That's slander. Oh, there you go. <laughs> this is just slanderous. Um, so just saying that, I wonder if when Zyka opened their buffet, if Taj Mahal reduced their price, or if I just remember incorrectly what Taj yeah. Mahal's buffet price is. It could easily be the latter. I will say that our receipt said weekend buffet. So oh. maybe it's cheaper oh. on the weekend sure. or something. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Let's I also it. could have made that up. We'll do a little more buffet talk at the end. We're not going <laughs> to review the full buffet like we did at our previous Indian restaurant. Mm. But uh, let's get let's get into the entrees that we tried on our own this week. I got the same entree that I always get every time that I go to an Indian restaurant. And that, of course, is the Malai kofta. According Ooh. to the internet, Malai <laughs> means cream and kofta are fried dumpling balls. Usually, they're made up of mashed potatoes, mixed vegetables, or paneer. These, like the other I've had, had a full cube of paneer and closed. These, like a lot of the others I've had, had a full cube of paneer encased by some kind of vegetable mash, just kind of formed into a ball. These are my absolute favorite. It, I, I love Malai Kofta so much. It's my favorite vegetarian dish by far. The balls are just so packed full of flavor and then you get that little cube of cheese in there these were a little more loosely formed than some of the others that i had in that they kind of fell apart in the sauce whereas other places they stayed fully formed the whole time which was perfectly fine like i said the flavor was still there the sauce was so super creamy and rich i i just love these the only critique i have about them versus others that i've had in the past is that some of the others, namely 
zykas have little <laughs> slices of almonds in them, which provides a little more texture, mm. whereas these do not. Not to compare everything here to zyka. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I guess our direct comparison rule has just <laughs> gone out the window. Sorry, guys. It's, it's hard not to do it when there was literally only two restaurants yes, to serve this currently, kind of food. Yeah. So. Vivian, would you try? So I always go for the Pollock paneer every time. Mm. So essentially a, a yummy, creamy spinach sauce um, and then lots of little uh, paneer cubes mm. in there. And yes. it is the, I mean, it is this dish. I just have to say, if you have not eaten the Pollock paneer at Taj Mahal, please stop what you're doing and go get it right now because it's so freaking good. I mean, it is just. Watch your language. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, it is it is just so delicious. And it, I've eaten a lot of Pollock paneer, and this is also the best Pollock paneer I've ever had. Wow. I always get it medium spice, too. So yeah. that's the other thing is I, I love spicy food, yep. and I feel like it adds something. So I think it's important to, like, they'll probably ask you, but if they don't, like, it'll come you know, mild or sure. whatever. And it's just the spiciness definitely adds something. So. I feel like with that, you kind of have to get some spice to it too. Cause it can just come out as a creamed spinach, yeah. which still delicious, still delicious, but you want, you want a little kick to yeah. it. And I know we're not doing any more comparisons, but like, <laughs> yeah. okay. I really but like, if you had to compare I really that. like <laughs> Zyka as well. I keep wanting to say Zyka. Sure. Um, I really like Zyka as well for a lot of reasons. Like I said, I think they have a better buffet. They do this chili goby dish that Taj Mahal doesn't do. Ooh. So I like to go there for that. There's a lot of good things happening there. So no disrespect. But the Pollock paneer at Zyka is just not good. I'm mm. sorry. It is flavorless. Mm, okay. I do not enjoy it. So the Pollock paneer at Taj Mahal is where it's at. If, awesome. And if you have not tried that dish, you should. Man, taking shots this week. <laughs> I don't mean to. <laughs> I tried the lamb vindaloo. Ooh, that's another one of my absolute favorites. Yeah. It, I decided not to get a chicken dish this time because of my history with the chicken sure. there. Uh, mostly so tender, it almost melts. Mm -hmm. I had a couple bites, had maybe a little bit of crispness that were the texture was a little, I'm not going to say off, but just it wasn't that melty, uh, fatty <laughs> texture. I have another note here that I'm going to read. Um, it says, hot potato. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's when they don't ask you the spice level. It just yeah, comes and it's yeah. hot. It's pretty hot. It does say on the menu, very hot. Yeah. Uh, those, that's the direct quote. It's pretty hot. Yeah, it's not crazy. It, it does sneak up on you. It's one of those where it gets more intense the sure. longer you're eating it. It kind of has a tomato-y consistency. Mm -hmm. The sauce does. It's like a marinara, but a much different flavor. It's a complex flavor that evolves throughout the bite. First, you get that heat, but then as it dissipates, you also get like a hint of almost like a minty flavor. I don't know what it is. It's not mint, but it's something in that, uh, you know, area. It comes with that, you know, thin grain, basmati rice, soft tastes pretty great. But I got to where I just wanted to eat the vindaloo by itself because the rice was sort of taking away from the amount of the vindaloo flavor I was sure. getting. It was really tasty. And it was, yeah. That's, in the, that's probably spicy. my second favorite dish at Taj Mahal. Is a lamb vindaloo. Big fan. Yeah. Well, that's the one that uh, in a couple of interviews that I read, Tarvinder recommended the lamb vindaloo for people who uh, enjoyed spicy food rather than the bland <laughs> stuff that he seemed <laughs> to think that most Springfieldians would be interested in. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Like a lot of the interviews, he'd be like, it's okay. Come try Indian food. He's trying to sell people on the notion of coming. Of course. Coming. Yeah. Um, and desserts. Anybody try desserts? 
We did today at the buffet. Yeah, we had a couple at the buffet, yeah. but no. Oh, more than, more than a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Too many. Total of six. <laughs> See, this is a little blasphemous, but I am not a desserts fan. Oh, In sure. general, I'm not a sweets person. That's changed slightly over the years after working at 417 Magazine because everyone there loves sweets, and my coworkers bake amazing sweets. Oh, and we know. <laughs> yes. So you guys had Claire Porter on here a few weeks ago, I believe, and... She's an amazing baker and like her stuff is so good. So I like it more than I used to. But in general, I would rather have a second entree or a second appetizer and skip dessert. Wow. I, I, I never even considered that. It's weird. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you can do that? Yeah. I'll just like get a second appetizer as by dessert. I have done that before. Man, there you go. That's great. <laughs> we did try the little mini desserts they had at the buffet today they were like, like little tiny cubes yes. and it was perfect like described as times, indian sweets yeah among the four different ones there were a couple different flavors present the best one i think basically appeared like a piece of graham cracker crust from mm. a cheesecake uh-huh. but a little thicker i would say that was probably my favorite a lot of them had kind of a graham cracker mm-hmm. taste a few of them had more of a gingerbread taste but they were all just very just strange strange certainly to my americanized palate i, I don't know they had kind of a gritty texture yeah. to them almost like they were made of brown sugar mm-hmm. not that they necessarily tasted like brown sugar but just kind of that throughout and then there was also a pink one that the only way i could describe was it, it tasted like a sugar cube it, with a little, it co- was, little yes, hint of coconut yeah, yeah. um th- yeah they were all pretty strange i i don't know that i would grab them again maybe i'd just get i would one just just for uh, a little end meal thing but yeah. yeah i'm not much of much of a dessert guy whenever it comes to buffets certainly i'd rather mm-hmm. just save the room for more well, yeah. entrees i love dessert and i kind of do the opposite <laughs> of the appetizer thing like oh at old church you know church dinners sure. as a kid i would go and the first round where you get your entree i would just like get little tiny pieces of everything <laughs> and just wait till everyone else is getting dessert and then get a massive plate and try yeah. every nice. single dessert the old go. ladies made <laughs> and you kind of get to do that at buffets which is uh, what I did today. Only I had one of each cube. When Dan says cube, they're like two by two centimeter cubes, maybe even smaller than that. I should, since it's a cube, it's two by two by two, but you know, whatever. Sure. <laughs> uh, geometry. <laughs> uh, I liked them a lot, and I really liked the small portions. I love dessert, but a lot of times after a big meal, mm-hmm. don't have room for it. And I guess that's why people share, like reasonable people. Sure. Yeah. Or people like me just continue eating. So I don't ever <laughs> stop wanting to eat, even after I'm full. But, uh, I wish more places would do those little tiny micro desserts. Yeah. They also had the puddings. Like I, the I rice do pudding like the and, rice pudding. They oh, okay. do or that. Yeah. I That's know a lot good. of people who love the rice pudding. Yeah. But I, I'm just not a fan of rice pudding. Nah, in general. I, I didn't care for the rice or the mango pudding, but I've never had one that I liked yep. either. So we already talked a little bit about the buffet, but let's get into it a little deeper here. You've had it before. It's been a minute, but yes, I've eaten. I've eaten Taj Mahal's buffet quite a few times. Okay. So Dan and I, while we were eating, we're like, this is way better than Zika. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a flavor packed buffet. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, I ha- maybe I need to check out Taj Mahal's buffet again because oh, it has man. been a little while. Well, they had actual spicy food on mm-hmm. the buffet. Unlike oh, Zika. Intri- yeah. Yeah. You know, Zika is, is all like the lowest slash no spice level right. whatsoever, yeah. which is fine. But it was at Zika, Zika, it's almost hard to distinguish between each dish. Whereas, 
it was a totally different flavor for every single one that they had out. I will say they didn't have any pakoras or samosas. No. Well, the, they, oh, they had, had one samosa. chicken pakotas. Yeah. Pakotas. Uh, what are those? Which I, I believe it's like a pakora. It was just like little chunks of chicken. Okay. Also in seemingly a, a chickpea batter. Mm-hmm. So those are pretty good. Had one of those. Nice yeah, those crunch really to good. it. We can just focus on a couple things that we tried that we didn't get during our regular meals. That chicken 65. Oh, my goodness. That's one of my absolute favorite Indian dishes overall. Mm -hmm. It was spicy. The chicken was very tender. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I went back for a second helping of that. That was my third plate overall. (laughs) I believe they used just the tandoori chicken and cut it into cubes off the bones because it's got this bright red hue to it. And we got to talk about that. That tandoori chicken was fantastic. Yeah, and they have it set up on a huge Mm -hmm. platter there, like right next to the little Indian sweets and the Indian milk tea. Mm -hmm. It's on this gigantic platter, probably as big as the table we're sitting at here, just served over white onions and green and red peppers. Really a cool presentation to it, just a mound of cooked meat. And since our listeners can't see the table, we basically, if you've seen like a King Arthur's Court, (laughs) it's that big. Yeah. (laughs) Just a huge round table. And we're all about 15 feet across from each other. I can barely see them. (laughs) (laughs) It's a card table, folks. It's a small card table. Yeah, I thought it was a very good buffet. I was pretty good about the self-control. Was not feeling too awful walking out of there. But uh, there was a lot lot to try, and I tried it all a few times over. (laughs) Did you guys get some chai? Is that the tea? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I tried that. a little bit of that. Yeah. I um, love ch- I love that about Indian buffets that you get the chai tea. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I let Andy oh, had a ta- have a taste of it, and I think he liked it a little more than I do. I did like it. For some reason, I still do get a glass every time I go to an it's Indian there. buffet. Yeah. I love it. And and that is something that's also like super, it's not just like fake Indian. It's like truly Indian. Sure. Like when you go on the trains in India and you go to stops, you have oh. chai sellers come on the train and say chai chai and you can like get a little cup of chai and it's so nice and yeah i'm a big fan of chai That's so awesome. this was pretty tasty i mean this the value proposition here was just out, out of control i mean 10 bucks and uh we ate so much food yes yeah far too <laughs> much food so i guess we should rate this Taj is my Mahal. question though about the buffet this is i feel like in general this is all indian buffets but did they have anything besides vegetarian and chicken dishes Yes. They did they actually. They did. Okay. Goat. All right. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. You would All expect right. lamb, but no, right. they had I a. I goat, think it was goat so. curry. Um, I couldn't swallow it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the texture oh, of the goat was really? a little much yeah. brandy. It was a uh, very. Okay. I just got. A, I got a big chunk of fat. Yeah. Um, mm. in my goat. But they also they had were, like mango chicken on the line. They had like your regular vegetable korma, mm-hmm. chicken tikka masala. Um, the butter chicken, all of that. But then it did seem like they had some kind of, you know, special things yeah. on there. Uh, the goat may have been the only non-chicken, non-vegetarian I think so. dish, yeah. but, you know, it's cool they had that, I guess. Yeah. Weird they didn't have any lamb, though. You are they right. They typically don't, I think, because yeah. lamb's pretty expensive. Uh, that no. most That has been my experience. Most Indian buffets don't have lamb. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's rate Taj Mahal Indian restaurants. I was debating, uh, I originally said, how many strip mall corner stores, but how many redeemed Papa John's <laughs> would you rate Taj Mahal out of five? Vivian, we'll start with you. I mean, I'm five all the way. Wow. Yeah. All I mean, right. it's one of my, it's like one of my very favorite restaurants awesome. in Springfield. Yeah. Well, 
Andy, you and I, we were kind of discussing, uh, talking about what we had given Zyka, because I think if our review hasn't made it perfectly clear, we kind of prefer this to yeah, Zyka. So. We don't normally make all these distinctions Sorry, in the episodes, everyone. but oh, yeah. it, okay. the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> I think I gave Zyka five stars, yeah. and I still stand by that because I love Indian food so yeah. much, and I love Zyka, and it's also about five minutes away from my uh-huh. house, <laughs> and it's great. So I feel like I got to give... <laughs> I feel like I got to give Taj Mahal five redeemed Papa That's John's. understandable. I'm yeah. going to go four and a half. Four and oh, a half no. from me. I feel like I've definitely had better Indian food sure. in other places. So it's not like the mind blower. It's not like the best I've ever had. So four and a half, still really high. Yeah. Now, now yeah. you're a big proponent of the actual Papa John getting redeemed, right? <laughs> you always talk about that. How you don't think person. he did anything <laughs> Yeah, he did nothing okay. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's not the worst. <laughs> Bad man. <laughs> He'll be on our show next week. (laughs) (laughs) Part of his comeback PR tour. (laughs) Okay, now it's time for our guest interview segment. Last meal. Funny bitch. Vivian. Yes. I'm... Thank you for coming on the show, first of all. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for having me. I will talk about food with anyone, anytime. Well, you're in the right <laughs> Not place. Not all day long. <laughs> I'm a fan. No, no. This has been super fun. No, seriously, though. Uh, Mayor Kid McClure. Yeah. What? He, uh... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What is... <laughs> he doesn't think that food... Now, now listen this is him not us we don't uh-huh. we don't we don't believe this stuff but we don't know him personally <laughs> no no we just <laughs> carry his out name his name is mayor ken mcclure okay yes um, oh mayor ken McClure. yeah yeah the mayor I, I thought you said american mcclure i was like american that's a very unusual name he okay, yes yes doesn't believe that food should be written about mm. oh, he, of course, he yes, just thinks this. that food should be tasted and eaten and even that not a big fan so he is going to kill you. Okay. Um, you can for executing. Yeah, yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, he's not <laughs> going to be doing. He's the doing it through the proper channels, <laughs> and the method of which, of course, is going to be. Uh, you'll have all the articles you've ever written for any publication <laughs> tattooed on your body. <laughs> wow. Uh, and it's it's extra deep. So you what, stick a, and poke. what a way yes. to go. Yeah, yeah. What a way to go. Yeah. yeah. Tattooed stick and poke <laughs> tattooed death. Yes. Yeah. Um you've heard of death by a thousand cuts, but death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um he's he's not, you know, he's not the big meanie that we make him out to be. He's actually kind of a generous guy and he's going to let you have one final meal okay. before you're put okay. just slowly and tortuously to death. Yeah. Four courses, drink, appetizer, dessert, sure. and they'll have to be Springfield locally from Springfield locally owned mm-hmm. restaurants. Okay. So I should preface this by saying this is probably like one of like many last meals uh-huh. because <laughs> I have a lot of different things I love. But for t- for what I'm like feeling currently today, I go through like I'm sure you guys do go through phases where you're like you eat something more than other things, sure. right? Yeah. My drink would be an Irish cognitive from the Mud Lounge. And that is not a current favorite. That is a long time. That's probably my favorite cocktail. What is this? You don't know? No, I've never never had this. Or is this like a... You just want me to explain to the (laughs) (laughs) listeners. 
<laughs> you know, what's going on right had now? This? <laughs> have you had this, Andy? No, I have not. Oh my God, you guys should be ashamed because this <laughs> is like an old school classic. So you guys are old like me. Yeah. And <laughs> He's you, not. you're not, you're He's young. He's 27. Okay, yeah. so you might not understand this as well as Andy does, but <laughs> you remember what it was like when there was one cool bar in Springfield. I do. A bar called the Mud Lounge. A bar called the Mud Lounge. <laughs> and so back in the day, that was the only decent bar. It was the only bar that was non-smoking before the smoking mm-hmm. ban. It was the only bar that had really any type of cocktail menu. They had cool beer in a lot of it, too. Oh, and their before beer selection. Cool. Yeah, way before like craft beer was a thing, they had so much great craft beer. And anyway, so yes, I've been going there since before I could legally drink. I'll have to say sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I had my very first beer there when I was 21. Yeah, nice. I think I also went there on my 21st birthday at some point in the night. Um, maybe. I'd already turned 21. (laughs) I didn't (laughs) drink on my 21st birthday. Why? Uh, complicated. Okay, all right. We won't get into that. Well, anyway, so the Irish Cognitive is kind of their staple drink. It's Jameson, Bailey's, espresso. Ooh. And maybe some cream, Mm. I think. So it's kind of like a little bit like a white Russian, but it's like, it's not super sweet and it has like a really strong kick of espresso. So Mm. it's, First of all, I love coffee. But second of all, it's a great drink if you're going out for the night and you're either tired and like after a meal, it's a great, I know this is pre-meal, pre-appetizer, but like (laughs) if you're tired after eating out for the night, it's a great drink or if you just need a little extra buzz to get you going. And it's just delicious. You know, it's their espresso and, and it's been around forever and you know, did you know the Mud Lounge got bought by new owners, yes. which was very devastating yeah. to me because I, I'm like nostalgic for things. Like I'll be nostalgic about this tomorrow. <laughs> like I'm, Robin all, Brian. I'm like, Robin I'm Brian, like a very nostalgic person. So, but I love the Mud Lounge because I've been going there forever, and I was very sad when they got new owners and. Um, finally the server who has been serving there since before I turned 21 is no longer there. So it's like a whole new thing, yeah. but they still so they have can't be implicated in this crime. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> they still have the Irish cognitive on their menu and I had it the other night and it's just as good as it always yeah. was. And it's not only a delicious drink, but it holds a special place in my heart. Man, I'm so jealous people that can like have caffeine past noon <laughs> and then sleep later at some point. Well, I'm always tired. I'm always exhausted. I operate in a perpetual state of exhaustion, no matter how much sleep I get. So I'm always looking for caffeine. Sure. I feel like I could drink caffeine at any time and fall asleep just fine. I I grew up like just kind of not believing that caffeine worked and just thinking it was like a placebo. (laughs) And that has just followed me into my adulthood. Like I can drink it at any time and just doze off. It sounds great. I just have a hard time falling asleep anyway. So, <laughs> all right. Let's With start. all the things you've done, I would too. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Andy looks very uncomfortable right now. Which I knew <laughs> specifically what you were thinking about. I've done anything that bad. I know it's a bit. <laughs> you just about got me to reveal some dark truths. <laughs> He knows. <laughs> <laughs> I once jaywalked. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Vivian. Okay, <laughs> so now I have to go appetizer. on to appetizer. So probably, typically, I would say the veggie samosas, but I'll pick sure. something different mm-hmm. because we've already talked about them. We love cheating on this show. Okay. <laughs> I mean, is this really cheating? No. Okay. All right. Um, right now, I'm weirdly obsessed with the buffalo chicken wings from Pat and Alley. Mm, okay. The bone-in buffalo chicken wings, regular sauce. They have quite a few options there, but just their regular buffalo sauce is unlike any buffalo sauce I've ever had. I cannot tell you what or why, but it is super delicious, and that would be my pick. Well, we just had Pat and Alley. I don't think yep. anybody tried those. Nope. And your entree. Again, like there's so many things I love, but I think currently what I'm very obsessed with is the pork ramen from Scully's. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah. So the first time I went to Scully's, I have to admit, the ramen was not great. It wasn't my favorite. But I, I think can they were hear having, them booing I think, in the trailer I right now. <laughs> I think they must have been having just an off. It was back when they were on Commercial Street. Uh-huh. And it must have just been like an off. Oh, they were night. working at White River. They were drunk. White River. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that settled. <laughs> but I don't know. Lately, and like I love ramen in general. Like when Karai opened, I think I ate there like five times in mm. three weeks. Like I love Karai's ramen. And like Scully's isn't even really like it's not traditional ramen, sure. right? It's 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 its own thing. But currently, I'm just like super into it, and I've been eating it a ton lately, and I crave it. I'm like, oh, I got to go get that. So that's probably great. what would be my, that would probably be my my entree. Awesome, great pick. And dessert, even though you don't like dessert, you can pick I do. No, I actually have a dessert, a, a local Springfield dessert I'm really into, and it's the salted caramel macarons from European Cafe. Wow, they are killer, and they're not like super super sweet. And macarons are hard to do well, and theirs are theirs are so good. That rules. Sounds like a great meal to me. Well, yeah. it is. Fitting for a death. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing, though. You stopped writing. Yeah. And we're, you, you can appeal to Ken McClure oh, and see God. maybe <laughs> if he'll, he'll let you off the hook. He doesn't even know what freelancing means. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb man. And I don't write about food anymore, really. So oh, okay. Perfect. Currently. Well... I'll text him. Oh, he actually already replied, even though I just started texting. <laughs> he said, she's, she's all right. Yes. <laughs> she God. can have the meal anyway, though. So thanks, Ken. <laughs> He's a merciful mayor. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. So we got one last segment today, and it's a fan favorite back after a long respite. That's right, folks. Welcome to the Barracuda Enclosure. Barracuda. In the Barracuda Enclosure, Dan and I meet with an aspiring entrepreneur with a big idea. If we decide they have something worth investing in, we open up our pocketbooks and make their dreams come true. If we decide their idea is bunk, we send them packing with nothing but a gift bag and a swift kick in the behind. Yeah, the network says we can't do that last part anymore, but they'll have to tackle me to the ground to stop me. Yeah, guess judging on... <laughs> Guest judging with us this week is Vivian. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. In the enclosure this week is a young come up from the Queen City with a hot new concept. Young man, what's your name? Terrence. <laughs> what do you have for us today? Listen. I know you're all busy people, and I respect that, so I'm going to get right to the point. Andy, you're a big fan of spicy food, no? Yeah, you could say that. 
Very cool. Vivian likes it too. Vivian, you like it as well? Oh, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> well, unfortunately, there are some people in the world who can't enjoy spicy foods. Like it hurts their stomachs? That's exactly why, right, Vivian, and their little tongues too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've certainly had my little tongue burnt a time or two. I understand. So you know what I mean, then. That's why I've come to you today, Barracudas. When you have something that's just too spicy for your little tum-tum and make your diapy hurt, there just has to be some way to cut the spice without also compromising the flavor of the dish, of course. That's why I created Baby Spice, the world's first line of de-spicing spices. Hmm, go on. Okay, so my web of expert food scientists have developed a powder additive with maximum spice reduction and free delicious flavors. Flavors, eh? I'm listening. That's right. Free flavors, to be exact. Split peas, yams, and mashed up bananas and Cheerios. Mashed up bananas and Cheerios? Yeah, we're currently developing a de-spicing cut-up hot dog with ketchup, <laughs> but I'm not supposed to have solids yet. Wait, wait, wait. How old are you, Terrence? A what? Sorry, I had my little foot in my mouth. <laughs> I'm 24. Years? No, weeks, silly. You're only six months old? I weave the math to the scientists, but if you say so, Vivian. I'm, I'm not going to lie, Terrence. I, I love your idea. Baby Spice could be huge, but I don't know how I feel about investing with a little infant baby. Listen, Andy, may I call you Andy? Uh, <laughs> sure. What else would you call me? I'm a big fan of the show, especially your stuff. Really? <laughs> That's so nice and rare to hear. Usually our guests are big Dan fans. Oh, are you kidding me? The history, middle-aged white <laughs> punk bands. I love all that crap. Dance for the pweebs. He, the discerning listener knows Andy is the truth. Okay, everyone's we'll settled. We'll do it. We're in. Oh, that's so good to hear. But I haven't even told you name, how much I need. Name your price. Whatever you need, it's yours. Well... There's the facility costs. We have a staff of 10 scientists, four engineers, and a holistic medicine practitioner. Then there's cost of materials, all in all. What? There's what? All in all, <laughs> research and development. <laughs> and we probably need some cash on hand. So I was thinking maybe two, three point five million for a ten percent stake. That is a little more than I was expecting. Oh, come on, Andy. You gotta play to play. That's what I always said. Ain't a sin to win. <laughs> Sold. You got a deal, Terrence. I didn't catch your last name. Howard. <laughs> Terrence Howard. <laughs> Pleasure doing business with yous. Uh, hey. You wouldn't mind if I sang a little song, would you? Oh, we love music. Huh, I love doing it. <laughs> Can you? So you brought a boombox with you. Yeah. Let me just flip this on here and. Wah wah wah, 
in your mouth and whittle belly All on fire from hot spice chilies Frowning quiet, all you need is to get rid of Food that's spicy. Babies of the world. Spice down your wife. Weedle boys and girls. Spice down your wife. Sissies of the world. Spice down your wife. <laughs> I don't think I can. Not even with cayenne. Toast the peppercorn. I'm not even trying. Never any fun. No jalapeno. Forward in the trash. You have to put Rita. Jumping down the train. I wait to pull late. Even salt is bad. <laughs> we won't eat no salt. Wait, 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 wait. Salt isn't spicy. It's too spicy for my little tongue. <laughs> well, thank you for coming by, Terrence Howard. You're welcome. Maybe we'll see you again sometime. I sure hope so. I had a real good time here today. <laughs> cool. Smells in here. Yeah, you have I changed? should probably go. Who <laughs> <laughs> are your parents? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, maybe we shouldn't get into this. Uh, this sounds like it's taking more. a turn. Where do, you, where do you live? Who takes care of you? I t- maybe we'll find some out more about that someday. Okay. Uh, Scott? Scott, can you come? Yeah, Scott, get this kid out of here. Yeah. Bye. Uh, thank you, Vivian, for being here. Yeah, thank thanks. you for having me. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you're working on right now or anything recently published that people can find that you've done? Uh, so it's still October, correct? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I, the current issue for One Seven Magazine is all about hikes, and that was a little story I got to work on that was super fun. So awesome. That's if you great. like the outdoors, I recommend you check it out. Yeah, not Radical. for me. But <laughs> 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 I've been outside a time or two. <laughs> we actually have the issue sitting right yeah, over there. Right. Hey, look at that. I'm a subscriber. Anyway, thanks again for coming on. Hopefully, we'll have again uh, sometime soon. There's, there's a little plan in the works. We'll talk yeah. to you about it when the mics are off. <laughs> uh, listeners, next week is going to be a pretty big deal. I had to buy new microphones. Wow. Because we're going to have so many people in the room. Uh, it's going to be a posse cut. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to clarify, since most of the moms that listen don't know, that's a rap song with a lot of rappers yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, your one train really dough mm-hmm. uh, scenario. But it's going to be one that's been in the works for a long time. So look forward to that. And we will see you. No, we won't. We won't <laughs> see you. You will hear us then. Bye. No, get out of here. <laughs>Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support our podcast, guess what? You can. Visit support.springfoodpod.com. That's support.springfoodpod.com. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media. Wah, wah, wah. Ga, ga, ga. Wah, wah, wah. Ga ga ga, wah 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 wah, wah wah wah. Ga ga ga, wah wah wah, wah wah wah. Ga ga ga, wah. When your mouth and your belly are on fire from some hot chilies, frowning, crying, and all you need is to get rid of food that's spicy. Babies of the world, spice down your life. Little boys and little girls, spice down your life. Sisters of the world, spice down your life. Ah. Uh, uh.
I don't think I can, not even with cayenne Push the peppercorn, I'm not even trying Never any fun, no jalapeno Throw it in the trash, if you have some paprika Dump it down the drain, the way Chipotle Even salt is bad, ha, ha. We won't eat no salt